And we continue on here on a Wednesday from Radio Row in St. Louis. Uh, in Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. We are here in St. Louis, <laughs> broadcasting out of uh, out of St. Louis. That's right, with the former St. Louis Ram. He is Kyle Turley. That's the L.A. You got the L.A. stuff on, though. It's now nah, this old school, man. This is uh, oh, 100. Order stuff yeah, you, uh, it's 1937. Got. I got my Rams World Order. OG, man. OG, since I was a kid. What's up, brother? Good, man. I mean, yeah, so well, you grew up, in, grew up in Utah, right? I was born in Utah, uh, lived there until I was about six, all around the state. Then moved to Washington State for about five more years, moved to Southern California. Uh, grew up out here in the valley just outside of L.A. My mom's from Orange County, been a Rams fan since I was a kid. So what, you were West Coast like your whole life, and then yeah. and then you just get thrown into the South, uh, <laughs> drafted by the Saints. <laughs> yeah, yeah, drafted by the Saints. Uh, seventh pick, first round, man, it was awesome experience. Um, but, uh, you know, being a Rams player that was yeah it was kind of uh you know it got traded i was upset they were our nemesis when i was in new orleans so it was like um i don't know about this but when i put that rams uniform on it all came back i even put that picture of me when i was eight years old in my locker march took it down i didn't appreciate that (laughs) i think that started the rift (laughs) i mean they why wouldn't he allow that like i don't know why why would they why anyways yeah (laughs) because well if you i mean i don't know how close you pay attention because when when spagnolo took over and and they're like he took down all of the picture all the greatest show on turf stuff like all around yeah uh, the facility all yeah. around Ramp that's Park. all he wanted up and like that was <laughs> and that was like you know why would you do that like, well they had a picture you you could put a picture of yourself in your locker right yeah. in your locker there's a thing to put your picture in of playing for the round everybody had their picture that the team put in there and i one day i was like oh, i'm gonna put my picture in from when i was eight years old with my rams uniform on it's kind of inspiring right yeah yeah some little kids that may be coming in the locker room maybe they're doing a tour or any fans or whatever you know they might see that no man that was uh, taken down out of my locker real fast <laughs> and that, I mean, it, you know, I'm not, it, it, you know, all different types of coaches over your years that, that you that you had that you dealt with. It's stuff like that that just seems, you know, for as much a game plan that goes into a football game to worry about little details like that, it seems oh, yeah. unnecessary, no. right? No, I know. And then it spawned into, you know, you're injured. You can't be on the sideline anymore. You got to sit in the stands. <laughs> I was like, well, I, I can help. <laughs> right. That's No, no. I I, know, yeah. I, hadn't, I hadn't heard that that story. Oh that. yeah, hey man, it was just, well you know you, you play for all kinds of guys, right? You know, and they have their little quirks. And for I mean that and it does with a guy like March too for just the memory of because we've we've had him on plenty of sure. times and he can remember you know down distance on a, on a play oh, yeah. that happened and oh, it was man. like oh yeah that play like you know yeah it was third and twelve and we were on the twenty six yard line and it's just yeah. like. Oh, his mind as far right. as calling plays, it was awesome playing for the guys, the uh, offensive linemen. <laughs> as long as you didn't have anything going on, you weren't affecting his bottom line. You know, you, you stayed out of his way. He was good with you. You know, you played. I mean, so when you're in New Orleans, you're playing down at the Superdome, and then you're you're playing at the Dome in yeah. in St. Louis, and still when, on that turf. <laughs> when those were when those places were loud, they were they were loud. Going there from being an opponent, as you mentioned, you know, the rivalry from an opponent to being on the home team and running those offenses and the, just the difference yeah. between the sound in both of those venues. Cause I mean, everybody knows how loud the Superdome gets oh, man. there. It's yeah. Both of them at the time, especially you're still coming off the greatest show on turf, you know? Uh, yeah. So it was loud. You know, you play in those dome stadiums and that noise level just get this offensive line. That's, that's a, it's a long day when you're in the, uh, on the away team. 
And then right. when when that flips and you're you're seeing it from that other side, then when you're on the Rams and you're like, oh, this is it's real easy now when it's quiet. On oh home. yeah, 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 yeah. When you're in the home team, but even still in those domes, man, those fan bases they still get loud when you're on offense, man. Yeah. You still have them out there. Calm down. You see the quarterbacks. Come on, come on, calm down. You know, it, it, it's not easy, man. Either way. You know, when I when I saw that you were going to be here this week, uh, we're we're on the heels. What it's uh, what, a couple weeks ago, the NFL decided they were going to put a billion dollars into all of the research, uh, the, the cannabis research, or the a million. Uh, it was a million. I thought it was about, you know what? I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I thought. Yeah. I mean, they have a billion. A, could, a billion dollars on CTE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A million dollars to a research study. They've now split between two companies. So five hundred to this company, five hundred to that company. You know. Yeah. But for somebody that's been an advocate of, of things like that for so long, is it frustrating to see that after all these years, after you have been kind of pounding the table with that, and now it's finally starting? It's you know kind of like with the you know you see the FanDuel over there. Yeah, How yeah. many years was betting just in, right? You know, yeah, we don't speak of it, stuff like that. Now it's like oh here, yeah, DraftKings, FanDuel, you know, right? Yeah, gambling, gambling, yeah. So you, I mean, knowing the benefits that you know, I mean, how does that? How does that come off to you? Is it frustrating? Well, you know, Are you happy about it? Yeah, I mean, progress is progress. Now the players aren't getting suspended for cannabis anymore, so it tests them positive. They want to know why you're using it. You know, now they've donated money to a study. They're going to have positive results. They're going to have negative results because they're just doing this in a random exposure, right? Blind study, so we can get. At the end of the day, the science of this is what should frustrate everyone. They're continuing to deny people the opportunity to understand their human health and that the number one regulatory system in the human body is the endogenous cannabinoid system. All right. So once you understand that, then then we can talk about this plant because we don't need to talk about that plant if you don't want to, you know, uh, but that's just a whole nother, you know, side to this that, that needs to be exposed. Uh, now the opportunity for players to use cannabis on their own, as long as they don't do anything, you know, stupid when they're somebody like myself that used it as a, you know, just a end of the day, try to sleep, try to eat, you know, relieve your mind type of a medication, you know, to the opportunity that they now have from the exposure that they've got guys like us trying to tell them about this plant and its full potential and anti-inflammatory properties and, you know, curing diseases that are out here that football players have that are very serious. Things like CTE, this has the potential to stop the progression of Alzheimer's, which is CTE. Okay. At the end of the day, that's the studies and what they're showing as the opportunity to help guys continue to recover with anti-inflammatory properties that I will put what I've found in cannabis up against any pharmaceutical on the market today. It is, I mean, the the amount of money that has gone into CTE and all the the brain study that that seems like that should be kind of top priority with all the issues yeah. we see You'd with see. players. You think. And, yeah. and it, you know, when the, the you know the unfortunate amount of suicides and early deaths that you see in in the sport of football for that too. I mean, that that seems like that needs to be priority number one for the next couple of decades. You would you would assume so, but you know, again, uh, you know, we have a union as well, and they're failing, uh, you know, massively. They could resolve this by standing up for the players and what the players are trying to say, you know, and that the opportunity needs to be there for them to experience what these players are saying off the field that haven't, you know, and are retired now and they're having this experience dealing with this football life, you know, uh, that, you know, we're continuing to defeat these statistics that are going on in our communities that don't have to exist. Um, So, you know, we'll see what happens with the progress. Uh, It's slow as they 
pulled me straight to my face after I gave a full PowerPoint presentation to them at the top of the Marriott Hotel right down the street in, in Marina Del Rey. Uh, it's the entire medical board of the NFL. And they said, we know, Kyle, it's going to take some time. And, <laughs> and who, like, is it the owners that are pushing back? Is it? I'm, assu- I'm sure the owners. owners that just that they see, they hear that word. And they it has to be because an owner's group could say, you know what we want? We hear these players and we're going to stop. Mm-hmm. testing they don't have to say commissioner hire us a medical advisor that dictates this part to us okay the rest of the country's opening up and you've got yeah. millions of people having this experience it's true medicine uh it's been acknowledged the medical communities acknowledge cannabis as a medicine okay it's been deemed essential through covid uh all these other things and yet we're being denied this opportunity to use it this is a travesty uh, of uh, conspiracy levels off the charts and uh it has to stop you know we're doing our best so hopefully it happens you are uh you're here today on uh you've teamed up with the nationwide brand of revenant mj uh tell me a little more yeah revenant mj uh started that with uh, jim mcmahon evan Britton, myself we've had this similar experience in dealing with uh, all these injuries, you know, post-football career from orthopedic to cognitive and had this experience with cannabis that has truly resolved these issues and has given us our lives back. For me, it saved my life, period. Uh, I'm going to continue to say that till I'm not here anymore because it's the reason why I'm here every day as I continue to use this and understand its capacity and what it has to offer. I wouldn't be able to sit here and do this interview with you, you know, six, seven years ago uh you know and 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 the fact that i'm still here go youtube jim mcmahon's hall of fame induction speech at byu that should say everything to you you know and he continues to go back to these 85 bear reunions and he's all you know the only guy looking better you know and uh, so it's all we can do is keep being that example um and hopefully people pay attention revenantmj.com is our website all our products are over the state of california uh any shop you go into with a driver's license anybody in town uh ask them for our products and then we're licensing across the country into every state that the opportunity is allowed kyle man thank you so much thank you appreciate you we'll be back more throughout the day here on radio row in los angeles acura was the number one acura dealer in missouri in 2021 and we were the 17th in the nation for acura sales volume we sell over 100 pre-owned vehicles monthly and we service all of the makes and models that we sell we are waiting for verification of our 30th acura precision team award the only dealer in the nation with so many awards for customer satisfaction and dealership performance. We have 300 pre-owned vehicles in stock right now. St. Louis Acura, better than ever for you.